0: From the heart of Texas. This is the Chris Croc Show on News Talk eight twenty AM ninety nine five FM HD two WBAP.
1: Right now, we have a story that you know I, I don't often come on and ask for your help, and this is one of those special times when I have a story that I want to share with you, where well, you have a chance to help out a firefighter hero in our community, and I have partnered with the folks at Texas Home Improvement, which is uh, hosted by Jim Dutton here on WBAP every Saturday from noon to 2. And uh, so with that, I want to tell you the story and how you can help. It's episode number 668, hour number 2 of the program. Back on May 5th of 2014, six-year Dallas firefighter veteran Jeff Patterson was fighting a fire, and he's going to tell the story here in just a moment. When a part of the building of the structure collapsed on him giving him third degree burns over almost half of his body and the he he ended up spending 5 months in the hospital and we ended up also finding out as he you know his wife collapsed at one point and ended up having colon cancer and, and she didn't even tell him for a month because he couldn't have dealt with it or handle it because of his situation. He was in a medically induced coma, and uh, folks have rallied around this firefighter. But now the coolest thing in the world is the folks from Texas Home Improvement uh, have committed to helping put $122,000 into their home. They initially were just going to do an air conditioning system, but when they went to the house, they're like, whoa, there's a lot of issues with this house, and we want to help them. And so that's what the folks at Texas Home Improvement are doing, and that you're going to hear... How you can help the Patterson family in just a second, I'm going to be telling you, and I'll tell you right now, that there's two ways you can help them. We have an immediate need because the the work is going to be done in their house. They've done as much as they can to get this house fixed up without having to have the Pattersons kicked out of their own home. But now they need a place to stay for about three weeks. might be a little bit longer, but while they do this project, uh, to to you know, these are things that they just can't do while people are in the house. And so we need a hotel where they could stay at for three weeks, maybe a little bit longer. They're in the Mockingbird and 75 area, and uh, or if somebody has a condo, as long as nobody's living there, it's vacant. We need a place for them to be able to stay, and there's two ways you can reach out and help. There's uh, monetary donations you can do, or you can email me, and we will hook you up if you have a place where they can stay. And, again, it's got to be vacant, though. We don't want them sharing privacy with anybody for three, four weeks. Uh, Email me if you have a place to stay for them at chris at WBAP.com. That's chris at WBAP.com. If you want to do a monetary donation, you can do that through Jim Dutton's Texas Home Improvement site, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. Now, what I want to do is have Jeff Patterson, the firefighter, the Dallas firefighter, Tell his story, and his wife Tina is standing by, and and everything they've gone through. Jeff Patterson, thank you very much for joining me, sir. I appreciate you coming on the Chris Croc Show.
0: Hey, Chris, thank you uh, very much for having us.
1: Well, thank you for for your service to us because we run out of the building when it's on fire. Oh. You run into the building. That's a that's a big difference, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, you know, it's something that we uh, we like to do, and something that. Um, you know, people talk about it being a calling and, you know, being able to help people, uh, you know, when they call on us on their worst day uh, and we're there to help. And, um, you know, hopefully we can do what we can, uh, what we've been trained to do to make a difference or to maybe uh, help them or help their, their loved one. So
1: Jeff, you're a Dallas firefighter with mm-hmm. six, year, six, six years experience. What happened that night when, when you suffered this traumatic injury?
0: Well, you know, it was um, it was just a a nice Saturday evening. Um, I had taken a couple hours earlier in the day, uh, personal time, and gone to my son's baseball game, Um, and then we had got called out for this fire. Probably I can't remember around five thirty, six o'clock at night. It was still a little daylight, early, uh, you know, early May, and uh, basically, I mean, it looked like it's like you know, a run of the mill. Fire that we've seen, you know, a bunch. Um, we were the second engine in. We had basically, they want us to, the fire was in the back right of the house. They wanted us to make entry in, through the front door because we weren't sure. It was a occupied house, but we weren't sure if there was anybody, you know, still in there. So uh, my lieutenant, uh, one of the other guys on the engine and I, uh, we grabbed a second hose line. and We went in the front door. I grabbed a pike pole. Uh, in order to start pulling ceiling down to look for fire extension um possibly moving from the rear of the house towards the front um and, and that's what we do we we pull the ceiling down we look and we see if there's fire we spray it we put it out and you know we hopefully we all go home safe um but what had happened was they had done some addition onto the back of the house from what I, from what i understand um and so the fire was in that rear part we were in the the front, kind of in the living room area, um, and basically, you know, I remember pulling ceiling, seeing the fire above us, um, but the guys from the outside in the back, they didn't know that the fire had moved into where we were, because there was, uh, the way I understand it, there was, they had built uh, an add-on uh, roof over existing roof, so there was some voids and empty spaces up there that the fire had grown to that that... The guys on the outside weren't aware of. So we're, we're fighting the fire. We have a second line in there. I'm pulling the ceiling. I hear the chief come over the radio and say he wants everybody out. And I turned to my lieutenant I said, Lou, they want us out. So he said, I turned first. We went out, uh, tried to go out. I went just a few inches to the right. The ceiling started coming down. The guys made it out to the left where the front door was. And I ended up. Trapped in a dining room. Um, at that point, I'm thinking to myself, I'm seeing the fire roll across the ceiling. I'm thinking, it's a Saturday day, a nice Saturday. I've been in my Sunday baseball game. I'm thinking at this point, I'm going to die. And it's a terrible feeling. Um, and at that point, it became fight or flight, as, the, as they call it, or survival mode. I couldn't move. I felt like I may be in a closet. I was bouncing off the walls. The heat is just just coming down on me i feel like i'm basically cooking uh in my gear um i'm told that
1: your suit is so hot at this point that you could cook a hamburger in it
0: uh i found i saw a picture of my helmet today uh which i had never seen before and it was very um very scary for me to uh, see the amount of heat uh that that my body took they said you know our gear is usually rate it to around 500 degrees, and they were saying at this point, um, when the ceiling's coming in, the heat's coming down, there's no natural vent taking place at this point except through the front door, which we had come in, and so it was just basically went from between 800 to probably 1,000 degrees at that point. Jeff,
1: I want to stop you right here. Can you stand by, sir? Yes, sir. All right, Jeff Patterson, Dallas Firefighter, severe injury. You can help him. They need our help right now. Texas Home Improvement and Jim Dutton are doing 122 dollars on their house to fix it up. You can donate a place. They need a place to stay over the next three weeks. Either an apartment uh, that's vacant or a condo that's vacant or a hotel. They also need your monetary donations. Email the hotel stuff, Chris at WBAP.com. That's Chris at WBAP.com. Or donations, T H I Pro.com. That's THIPRO.com. We'll be back with the rest of Jeff's story. We're going to hear from his wife. So much more coming up next on the Chris Croc show on WBAP. <laughs>
0: Chris Kroc program continues live on WBAP. It's
1: a privilege to take a journey with this firefighter, a Dallas firefighter, who after six years of putting his uh, life on the line for us was caught and trapped and uh, just almost paid with his life and uh, was hospitalized for five months. And having repeated skin grafts, Burn is the burning is the worst way from what I've been told. And it's just horrific and firefighter Jeff Patterson and his wife Tina are joining us uh, to talk about this. And the cool thing is that the folks at Texas Home Improvement, uh, Jim Dutton's the host of that. It's every Saturday from noon to 2 here on WBAP. They have uh, allowed me to help them partner in helping to helping the Patterson family. Jim and Texas Home Improvement were just going to uh, do an HVAC system with Advent Air. But when they went to the house, they realized how many things really could use repair and fix up and so they said Screw this. We're going to go all the way. And they're going to do one hundred and twenty two thousand dollars, if not more uh, to this firefighter's house who was in a medically induced coma for five months. His wife had colon cancer. And uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable what they've gone through. We're going to talk to uh, Jeff's wife. But right now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Jeff. Oh, and by the way, how can you help? The the Pattersons need a place to stay for three or more weeks while uh, Jim Dutton's crew they've been they've done everything they can on the house before they have to kick the family out. Some stuff they have they can't have the people in the house when they're doing, and I mean because they're doing so much stuff, you can imagine hundred twenty two thousand dollars worth of work. So um, we need to get them a hotel. And that's what I'm asking you for help on. They need, they need a hotel. They're in the Mockingbird and 75 area for three weeks or so. Or if you have a condo, but it's got to be vacant. Uh, so if you can do one of those two, by all means, email me at chris at wbap.com. That's chris at wbap.com. Or if you want to do a cash donations, you can do that through Texas Home Improvement's website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. Uh, joining uh, me again is uh, uh, Jeff Patterson, the firefighter. Jeff, thank you very much for holding and um i want to continue you your the 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 roof collapsed on you you are in yeah,
0: so, a closet sorry, of some deal. yeah
1: you're in a closet of some sort you uh, cannot get out you think you're going to die your suit is probably your 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 suit is probably you're probably feeling between 800 and 1000 degrees on you and your suit and your you saw your helmet today that was melted what what did it honestly shape, what's it shaped like what what does it look like honestly
0: well i mean our our uh... The private helmets in the city of Dallas are, are yellow in color. Um, the helmet in the f- picture that the guy had, uh, one of the guys on my crew had taken it, I guess, after, you know, this was all said and done. Uh, it almost looked white. Uh, we have an eagle uh, on the top of the crown of our helmet, kind of a metal eagle that holds our uh, Dallas Fire Rescue shield on the front of our helmet. Uh, the shield was melted completely down to just a nub, and the Eagle was bent over. And, uh, I mean, it was, it was scary, obviously going through, uh, what I went through and then seeing that it kind of hit it home again. And, uh, I mean, I'm just, uh, very lucky, uh, to be alive. Um, you know, when I was in that, that room, uh, come to find out it was the dining room, um, banging around, trying to just figure out a way out.
1: Is it Uh, pitch black at this time?
0: Yeah, it's pitch black. You can't see anything with fire and, uh, feeling heat. Um, Uh, Apparently, you know, I either had got to the uh, window or fell to the window or something. Um, You know, at that point, uh, there was guys outside that just happened to see my glove up against the glass. Um, They had done what we call par, which is basically a head count for crews. And they knew I was missing. So there was guys up front that were getting ready to come in um and, and put their their uh, well-being their life on the line to come find me um and I'm glad that they didn't have to do that I mean, by the grace of god that one of the guys um from station 53 just happened to see my glove you don't even know this
1: you didn't even know this guy at this time did you i
0: didn't know him at the time i did uh, i didn't know him at the time i met him after the fact um but he uh, happened to see my glove and at that point, they broke the glass and they were able to start pulling me out. Um, and I remember that um, they said that my gear was so hot to the touch they could were having a hard time getting it off. Um, I remember them pulling me. I remember I know you know at that point that I was ready to get the heck out of there. I knew I was hurt, but I knew I was alive. Um, I was breathing. I knew as long as I kept breathing, I was, I was, I was, I was gonna, you know, I was alive. Um, I remember them pulling me out, taking my gear off, and getting me in the back of the ambulance. Um, I remember being in the ambulance briefly, being very thirsty. I said I kept asking for water because obviously my air had probably heated up, and thank God I didn't have. Uh, a whole lot of inhalation because uh, I did have my face piece on still had my mask on. Um, by the, by the grace of God, it didn't get knocked off because it only takes, you know, one hot breath and, and, and that's it. Uh, your airway swells shut and, uh, you know, yeah, and you're, then you're and dead on exactly. So, um, you know, I was very fortunate, very lucky, uh, in, in that regard. Um, I remember being in the Amos. I don't remember getting to Parkland, but I know I had the best uh, people there working on me in the, uh, in the ER and then going up to the burn ICU. I mean, yeah, they have one of the best burn ICUs in the country, um, and they know what they're doing, and they were able to stabilize me and uh, kind of get me, get me to where I could go and, and, and get ready for a surgery and a few days later. Um, I had 12 surgeries in there, hmm. uh, predominantly, you know, grafts on my arms and my back. Um, D- Dallas firefighter
1: I- Jeff Patterson, um, you know, this this horrible thing—you almost died. There's a formula that I've heard firefighters say over the years about age and the percent of your body and stuff. You had third-degree burns over 45 percent of your body.
0: Yeah, 40. The, I I I heard forty five and forty eight. I uh, so pretty significant. Um, what's the what's my, the formula
1: on that? I mean, were you, you even supposed to be alive at this point?
0: Well, you know, I don't I, be honest with you. I don't I don't know that. I mean, I, my wife said they gave me a four percent chance of survival, and they didn't tell her that at the time. That was after the fact.
1: Now, even um, I even we called all the articles from when this first happened back in May, and then five months later when you released from the hospital last year. And, uh, and, uh, they even said they were, they were telling your wife that they didn't know if she would be able to make that you'd be able to make it out of the hospital, like that you'd even make it.
0: Yeah, no, that's, um, that's, uh, that's true. <laughs> that, i I found that out after the fact. How many uh,
1: months did your wife not know? How many weeks did your wife not know if you were going to make it or not?
0: Um, about two months really. Cause oh, I was unconscious. God. I was unconscious for 42 days, um.
1: Let me let me hold you for a second because we I, – I, here's what I want, I want. I want to stand by, Jeff, okay? Okay. Jeff Patterson, uh, Dallas firefighter, as you're hearing, just an unbelievable story of uh, survival, and you can help. You can help because the Texas Home Improvement and Jim Dutton, who hosts that show here on WBAP from noon to 2, uh, is donating $122,000 to fix up his house. And you can help because they need a place to stay while they're finishing – while they're fixing it up for three weeks. They need a hotel. Uh, by Mockingbird in 75, or if you got a condo that's going to be empty, you email me that at chris at wbap.com, chris at wbap.com, or you can go to the just donate cash to, to the family at uh, thipro.com. That's thipro.com from Texas Home Improvement. We're going to continue and talk to Jeff, and then we're going to talk to his wife Tina next because she went through a whole lot too next on the Chris Rock Show.
0: This croc program continues live on WBAP.
1: This really is an amazing story. Firefighter Jeff Patterson and his wife Tina joining me this hour and uh, the folks at Texas Home Improvement, which is uh, hosted by Jim Dutton every Saturday from noon to 2 on WBAP. They uh, were initially going to, with their friends uh, Advent, Advent at Advent Air, were going to just do some air conditioning work but when they went to the house, they realized how many things needed to be fixed up, and so they they went all the way and said we're going to do $122,000 or more with the work on your house. We're going to fix up so much, and uh, they've asked me to partner with them, and I am honored to do this. This is one of the things my wife and I consider on a very personal note we consider very special in my job as a talk show host that I've been able to do over the years, and I don't get these uh, uh, chances very often in the, in the bigger markets. It's real weird. I've been in smaller towns, and it's really easy to do it, but sometimes – so when I can get a chance to do this and help out, it means everything to me. And I know – you know I don't come to you and ask for things much at all. Uh, This is the time I'm coming to you because uh, they need our help. And basically I've pledged to Texas Home Improvement that anything I can do to help uh, until this project is done, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to go to you and ask you to help. And here's the deal. Uh, they're they're going to need them out. They're do, they've done all the work they can with the Pattersons in their house, but now they need to kick them out for about three weeks because there's some work they just can't do with people in the house. So we need a place for them to stay for three weeks, and that means like a hotel uh, somewhere in the uh, seventy five mocking and Mockingbird area, uh, or a condo that's empty that they can stay at for you know three weeks, maybe a little bit more. But it's just amazing what they're going to do. They're going to take. Uh, A project that takes two or three months and do it in three weeks, which is really, really hard. They've done stuff like this before. They did a project that should have taken them like a week or two, and they did it in one day for a veteran. So this is the kind of stuff they love to do at Texas Home Improvement. And so I'm on it. And so here's the deal. If you can help with a place to stay, email me at chris at WBAP.com. That's chris at WBAP.com. Needs to be vacant, though, or, or hotel. They need their privacy. The other thing is, if you want to just do cash donations, you can do that through Texas Home Improvement's website, THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. I sat in on their meeting last week, and it was unbelievable. Seeing a room full of contractors coming together around these plans headed by Jim Dutton and watching them do this is amazing. I don't know any of this stuff. That's what they do. <laughs> and Jeff Patterson, the firefighter, telling me his story a little bit more before we talk to his wife, Tina. Jeff, I'm guessing you don't know what, what, they're, what, what they're doing either in terms of like all this technical stuff, huh?
0: As far as uh, on the the stuff Jim and they were talking about, yeah. Or, well, you know, a little bit, but you know, some of the stuff they have uh, they haven't given us all the uh, the details on. They're kind of keeping uh, some of the stuff close to their vest, I guess.
1: Yeah, little secrets and stuff. But you know, you got to tell them 230, whatever it takes, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're excited. It definitely uh, is something we. Uh, uh, we're looking forward to. We're really, uh, you know, after the stuff we went through last year, having something, uh, you know, positive like this uh, has really been uh, exciting for us. So,
1: Jeff, you are in a hospital. They're doing skin grafts. It is my understanding that going through burn trauma, serious burn trauma, like you did as a firefighter, a Dallas firefighter, where 45 to 48 percent of your body had third-degree burns on it which is unbelievable that you even survived and your wife was told she had a, you had a 4% chance of living and they were telling her that you might not make it for 2 months they put yeah, you in a, it was, um, a medically yeah. induced coma tell me a little bit more about about that tell me about honestly i want you to tell me about the pain because i i don't think any pe- people really realize how difficult it is to go through a burn trauma
0: well yeah i mean it's a uh, you know as a firefighter it's um it's always something that you think you know it's in the back of your mind and you know it's a possibility it's not something uh that you want that's something you you know you don't even want to see uh anybody go through let alone uh you know one of your brothers or sisters um and um you know it's uh <laughs> being in there uh came in with her prepping me for surgery and then I was like you know I was a little bit I was a little apprehensive and um, uh, you know I, I said doc you know I'm a little I'm a little nervous because you know I've never I, I've i never been in the hospital before I've never been uh, you know been fortunate to never to have anything you know like that happen and so I um, I told him I said you know doc I'm a little bit nervous um, because I've never had a surgery before and Tina has looked over at me and she said you've had eight and I said Oh. <laughs> you didn't even know well, you had eight surgeries. I didn't even know. I was unconscious for the first eight surgeries, so uh, I only really remember uh, nine through 12. You you suffered lung damage.
1: I, I it's Your breath still sounds a little heavy to me. Are you still suffering with lung damage?
0: Well, you know, uh, Tina can probably tell you a little bit more about that. I think I did get, you know, some of the inhalation stuff uh, happened in the front yard of the house when they had pulled me out because all the smoke was blowing that direction. Um, but I did have I did have some, um, you know. After the first round of skin grafts, uh, I developed a, a a real nasty fungus, uh, which is not unusual, um, but it happens. And basically, it, they had to take all those skin grafts off. Uh, so I lost a lot of that initial skin uh, because of that fungus. This uh, to me is like a living hell.
1: This to me is like a living hell.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. Um,
1: I mean, is that accurate? Yeah. Am I? Is that? I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the uh, you know the worst thing that you can imagine. I mean, the pain uh, obviously is uh, you know is overwhelming. Uh, you know, I was on some pretty good pain meds, and I still take uh, you know some stuff, uh, but now it just kind of dulls it. Um, I, doing my rehab three or four days a week over at a, you know Parkland Jose Lipsch. Uh, you know, it's a lot of stretching, a lot of range.
1: Are uh, you still experiencing a lot of pain a year later?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a process. Uh, I've talked to um, uh, a guy who was burned a little more than me uh, in a chemical industrial accident, and he told me that it was about two and a half years uh, before he felt like he was, you know, quote, unquote, back to normal. Oh and it's, a, it's a new normal. I mean, it's, uh, you know, my life changed you know, forever on that day. And, um, you know, um, you know, it's something you just have to adjust to. And, uh, you know, I have my moments when I get, you know, I get frustrated and I get um, I get upset. Uh, but, you know, I try to look at the fact that I'm still here. I'm able to be yeah. a, a husband. You know, I have a, a six-year-old little boy and a three-year-old little girl. You
1: didn't get to see your two children. If you're if you're just joining us, it's firefighter uh, Jeff Patterson who suffered a horrible uh, 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 incident on the on duty last year with burns over half of his body almost. Um, you didn't get to see uh, your son Bryce or your two year old your now now three year old daughter Georgia only twice in five months.
0: Yeah, yeah, they um you know they couldn't come into the ICU at Parkland um unfortunately, and you know but. I had uh you know, my wife and family had, you know, pictures with the kid, me and the kids and uh you know, one blown up that I had above my bed um and I had in my room and so I, I was able to have reminders, you know, which which can work both ways, you know. It, yeah. it, it, you know, kinda of upset me because you know, I wanted to see them and I wanted to be um you know, when are when they're that young, you know, uh, four and a half, five months is a is a long time. You're done until, right
1: it is. I know I've got um, two myself.
0: Now, yeah, I, you know, and so yeah, I, I saw him, and I didn't even see him really. I saw him twice, uh, you know, almost uh, you know in in four months, and it was towards the the end of the uh, the stay at Parkland. When I moved over to Zale to do the the last month of rehabilitation, I was able to see them more, you know, which was good because we were you know I was still very limited on what I can. Do movement wise, and um, did, did they you know, put they you?
1: Un- did they put you in a medically induced coma so that you didn't have to feel the pain?
0: I don't know. That's you have to ask Tina that question. All I, right. Um, well, let's do I that now,
1: if you don't mind. I want to Jeff, Jeff Patterson, Dallas firefighter. First of all, thank you so much for your service, and uh, oh, I want everybody to welcome. be praying for you tonight, just for continued recovery and healing with you and your family and and everything you've gone through. And I'm just grateful and honored that I get to help out in this, brother. And, and thank you uh, for for your service.
0: Well, yeah. Thank you for uh, for having us, and um, you know we uh, you know we really appreciate everything that uh, everybody's done for us. I mean, it's been um, it's been uh, very humbling and very. uh, What does this mean to you? The fact that
1: you're getting 122 thousand dollars and all these people that are helping you and serving you, wanting to help you. What does this mean to you?
0: Well, I mean, we're we're blown away. um, First off, you know, and I've. Uh, and, and they talk about it being a brotherhood, and you know, and that kind of gets overused. But you know, it truly is. I've got people contacting me, uh, praying for me all over the country, praying for my family. Um, and, and you know, and you and you try to thank everybody. You try to, you know, get out. I try to thank everyone who I you know uh, know that you know, they're praying for me or or, or or made a donation to my family when I was when I was laid up. Um, but it's impossible to, you know, to, to thank everybody, but, well, you know, we, we try to do our best, and, um, well, Jeff, we're i very I, grateful. I
1: look forward to hearing from your wife, Tina. Let me put you on hold, sir, okay? Okay. Stand by. We're going to talk to Jeff's wife next because what she went through is unbelievable as well. You can help out right now by emailing me if you've got a place for them to stay. They need a hotel room or a vacant uh, condo for about three weeks by Mockingbird and 75. For about three weeks, they need that. You can email me with that at chris at WBAP.com. That's chris at WBAP.com. Or cash donations at THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. That's through Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton on WBAP from noon to 2 every Saturday. They're the ones spearheading the entire thing
0: the chris crock program continues live on wbap
1: if you're just joining us you've missed an incredible story you can podcast it on wbap.com uh it'll be up by late tonight i think or by tomorrow morning and uh firefighter jeff patterson home collapsed on him and 48 percent of his body he got third degree burns and was in the hospital for five months. His wife was told 4% chance of survival for two months. Didn't touch his kids for two months, or for, for, for five months, or, you know, got to see him twice in five months. Now his wife, Tina, joins us. Now, before I put her on, I want to uh, give you a chance to help out. Uh, this is uh, the folks at Texas Home Improvement, hosted by Jim Dutton here on WBAP on Saturdays from noon to two, reached out and asked me to partner with them. And I said, heck yeah. And um, w- we're asking you to help. They're doing $122,000 of improvements on their home because they were just going to give them a, an air conditioning system from Advent Air. But when they found out that – when they went over there, they said this house needs a lot more work. So they went to the wall, and they're doing so much for them. And, and now it's time – they've done enough work, but they, gotta, they, they can't do the rest without kicking the Pattersons out of the house. So they need a place to stay for about three weeks or so, and we want to get them a place that's a, a hotel or a condo that's vacant. For about three weeks, might be a little bit more. They're going to do two, three months' worth of work on a house in three weeks. And they're having every contractor to come in there. It's just going to be unbelievable. So uh, if you can help out with a place to stay, they're at Mockingbird by Mockingbird in 75. Please uh, give us uh, an email, chris at com. That's chris at com. Or if you want to do a cash donation, you can do that to the Texas Home Improvement folks through their website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. Now, Jeff's uh, wife, Tina, is with us. And um, Tina, thank you for, for joining us. And uh, what, a, what a story we have here with you and your husband.
2: Hi, Chris. It's Hi. nice to uh, be on your show tonight. Well, thank
1: you. Um, tell me, I understand that you and your kids were in the car, and you pull up to your house, and there is what is known as the red car. Tell me what the well, re- tell me what the red car is, and tell me what wh- how this how this went down for you to find out about your husband and, and what you first were thinking and everything.
2: Well, actually, I was not in the car. Um, it was if if you recall, it actually was um, it was Saturday and it was May third, and it was Derby Day. It was Kentucky Derby Day, mm. and one of my neighbors was having a party, and um, you know because Jeff has this like 24 on, you know, 48 off. I don't really go too far with that when I'm with my kids alone because they're so young. So, uh, mm-hmm. I was across the way we were in the back and my kids were playing in the backyard. There were a lot of kids. There were a lot of people. It's a little party. And one my neighbor, Joel turns to me and says, Tina, I think Jeff's here. And she, and I said, no, he wouldn't be here. And she goes, no, there's like a fire, fire there's a fire truck or something out in the front. And, I found it a little bit, hmm. So I turned around the corner, and when I turned around the corner, what I saw was the Red Chiefs car. And when I saw the Red Chiefs car, I just, I started scrambling because he had put up a makeshift fence for the kids because the kids were small so that he didn't want them running to the street. And I said, Joel, get this down, right down now. And he can tell by my voice I was very serious. So I I climb over the I almost pull down the fence and 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 walk toward them and as I walk toward them I see a chief and I see his driver, and and what in the white shirt, and as they're walking to me I can see their face and they put their hands in their pocket and they're looking at me and I just start backing up and I just start backing away from them and he goes they're like are you Tina Patterson, and I just shook my head and I just was like I could just feel it and they were, and they they're like you need to come with us now. And my heart just sank and I started shaking and I promise you, I, I, I was about to cry, but I caught myself because I knew my children were right behind me. Um, So I turned around and I, and I had to quickly think and I said, and I caught myself and I stopped crying and I turned around and I said, they're like, you need to leave with us now. And they're like, he's in the hospital. I said, he's in the hospital. And I said, okay. So then I turned around. I went to my neighbor, who I'm, we're very close. Yeah. We have a very now, close. It, at
1: least at this, at least you know he's alive at this point.
2: Well, you know, I didn't know, and I thought that the police. I thought that the um, the firefighters were just not telling me oh, in gosh. front of my children. Oh gosh. So I just turned around and I told my cho- I told my oldest my eldest son, I said, listen, look after your sister, but please behave, okay? You're going to have a sleepover with the neighbors and let's just – and I need a good report. And then I turned around and for whatever reason, I ran into my house, grabbed my cell phone, grabbed a cell charger and jumped in the back of the car. And the entire time in the back of the car, I was just like, tell me the truth. Just tell me the truth. And they're like, this is all we know. This is all we know. Mm. I said, was he injured? And he's like – and I said, he's, is he dead? And he's just there like, we don't know. We haven't gotten that report."
1: Now, we only have two minutes, so I want to make sure I get some stuff in this really critical, Tina. And this is Tina Patterson, Jeff Patterson's wife, uh, who almost died and went through five months of intensive therapy and still is going through it and surgeries and everything. Um, you could not hold his hand, um, uh, barely touch his face for months and months and months. What was that like?
2: It was very sad because – You know, Jeff downplays it, but he has been through so much, so much pain, so many tears, so much agony, so many voiceless words that he went through all the night. And I stayed with him every single night. I was so afraid he was going to die alone, so I stayed with him every single night for the entire time he was there. How
1: how many months before you – how many months were you didn't know if he was going to make it or not because he might not live?
2: Two months, at least two months, and and they would never say anything.
1: How hard was that for you?
2: Um, I was very hopeful. I was always hopeful. I, as the grace of God, I'm you know I believe in true faith, and I just was gonna be. I really had hope that this was gonna be better. It was a tough. It was very tough. It was very tough.
1: Now, Tina, what was your reaction when Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement told you that they were going to do this and one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars worth of work on your house?
2: I, I, you know, I still don't believe it. I I I still don't believe it. There's there's like, you know, I mean, uh, they come to, you know, and Jim's a great guy, you know, he's just got such a great character, and he comes to me and he's just like, and he just like unfolds, and I'm like, no, and he's just like, yes.
1: (laughs) Well, here's the deal. I want everybody to know this, and it's just great. It's great to hear from you and your husband. We're so happy for you, and we still need to pray for you guys and lift you up for support, Mm -hmm. and I want folks to know that you guys need a place to stay for 3 weeks while they finish this because it really is going to happen And we get to help you guys out. And so I want my listeners to uh, email me at chris at wbap.com. If they have a place to stay, it's got to be a hotel by uh, 75 in Mockingbird or a condo that's vacant that they can stay at for three weeks. might be a little bit more. Email me at chris at wbap.com. That's chris at wbap.com. If you want to do cash donations, do it through Jim Dutton's Texas Home Improvement website. THIPro.com. That's THIPro.com. What an honor to meet you and your husband over the phone. And um, Thank
2: you for ha- taking the time and helping our cause and everything. We really do appreciate it. We have been very humbled by the community coming together. We almost feel like, you know, we've been taken care by the community and it Dallas is just awesome and, and the greater one because it's in Garland and others communities but fort worth and you know a lot of just the joining communities that have really just taken care of us and you know, we, we, really we want to say thank you we
1: run out of the building and your husband runs into the building when it's on fire it's just uh what a what a what a, what a picture to paint of uh, the hero that your husband is god bless you tina i look forward to meeting you and your husband in person thank you so much
2: thank you thank right. you
1: chris thank you brother take care there they go a hero and his wife and two kids what an awesome story i love it Help them out. Email me at chris at wbap.com. Up next, all the latest on the OU apologies and racism and everything. Ah! Next.